Welcome to the A to Z Sports, powered as always by the BetMGM app. I'm Austin Stanley. He's our Titans reporter, Sam Phelan, uh, at A to Z Sports.com. We are Nashville's on demand sports.network going live weekday mornings at 8 central time on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Link to the show segment by segment on our Twitter timeline and hit us up on Instagram and on TikTok for more great Titans coverage. We got to thank our sponsors because they make it happen for us and they help out all of you uh, when it comes to buying your new vehicle. Check them out. Wilson County Hyundai is where to go. WilsonCountyHyundai.com in Lebanon for your new car uh, right there. Also the Bone and Joint Institute, BoneandJointTN.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. Farm Bureau Health Plans get better with Farm Bureau Health Plans. That means better service, coverage, and rates fbhp.com slash atoz the aura app keeping you safe online and get a two-week free trial with aura by going to our link aura.com slash atoz and krebs kubota an elite kubota dealer in middle tennessee serving you uh, with three great locations in murfreesboro columbia and in franklin online krebs kubota.com so sam uh coming out of the gates let's kind of set the stage on what otas was like yesterday at St. Thomas Sport, Sports Park, the second week of OTAs. We'll get into Will Levis being underwhelming and what all went into that. But uh, the three quarterbacks, I think the two younger guys struggled, but Ryan Tannehill looked crisp and looked like Ryan Tannehill typically does this time of year. Yeah, I mean, there's a big difference watching a quarterback that is a rookie quarterback or an inexperienced quarterback throw the football and watching Ryan Tannehill throw the football. And it's something that... uh I didn't fully appreciate until I was able to watch NFL practices with my own eyes and really sit down and look at each and every rep that Ryan Tannehill uh, was taking. And I, I found it funny. I was talking to Nick Suss of the Tennessee and alongside you yesterday. And the way Nick put it, I just thought was so funny. We're on the sideline. He's like, for all the criticism this guy gets, you forget he is one of the, I don't know, 14 best football throwers on the planet <laughs> it's like <laughs> yeah. yeah that's kind of a good way professional, of like, professional right like who knows uh yeah you know drake May, like, caleb williams you know they're pretty damn yeah. good too but yeah for sure but it's just funny it's like for for all the how often ryan Tannehill can get overlooked to really put into perspective hey man this guy is as professional and as good as it gets in terms of like what a human being is capable of uh, and like you said, Malik Willis, Will Levis, both working through a lot of inconsistencies at this point. Both of them, I think, struggled with either ball placement or decision making. Both of them also shined at times and I think looked really good in specific drills. But Ryan Tannehill's consistency, uh, how easy and simple everything seems to be for him, shows you why he's a step above these other guys in terms of his readiness to play and why he's had a career that's spanned over a decade now. Like, you know, you don't do that by accident. So um, I think that's a good summary of it. It is bad day for quarterbacks not named Ryan Tannehill, as Buck Rising put it after practice yesterday. Yeah, and so, you know, Malik didn't have a great day either. We're about to spend the majority of this show on Will Levis, but Malik uh, was late on an out route that was jumped by a no-name undrafted free agent cornerback from a small school uh, that should have been a pick six if the ball was caught, but a, a PBU there on an out route late, which is not anything late and behind the, the receiver for Malik. And so he wasn't great either. Tannehill was definitely uh, pretty legitimately good uh, yesterday uh, from all that. But now let's talk about Will Levis because – uh, a firestorm was created, and we'll, we'll, we have a lot of layers to this conversation. But here is just kind of a microcosm of Will Levis's day at Titans OTAs in one rep. This is just one rep, but it kind of felt like the whole day. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, we said we, you and I were standing next to Paul Kaharski early on during some of the uh, individual period and watching the quarterbacks throw and they're letting loose deep balls. Last week I was recording those deep balls and saying, man, look at Will Levis. Every throw is just on the money. He's leading these guys perfectly to the end zone. What like, look at the arm talent. 
This week, it was a lot of, you know, guys turning back and coming to the ball, underthrown, some wobbly passes, which isn't a huge deal as long as he gets to where it needs to get. But um, he, he was just off the money. And so, yeah, it's one practice, but, you know, it was certainly not his best day and felt like the day was a consistent struggle with him accuracy-wise more than anything. Uh, and then a couple bad decisions during the live period as well threw into double coverage one time and almost got intercepted did make a few nice plays on the run throwing on the run to the sideline and snuck a ball in a tight window um but overall you could see some of the accuracy issues start to uh you know pop back up again uh, and this is really the first time well austin i watched him at rookie minicamp i watched mm -hmm. him at otas and i've been like wow will levis is looking really really impressive yet again this is kind of the first time that I said, okay, that's a rookie quarterback that, I mean, that's a guy that has some, has some flaws that fell to the second round. Like, all right, there's a, I see some of the issues. Um, and right now for the Titans and for Will Levis, it's about working through those and making sure that, you know, this is just one thing that happened in practice. He, he struggled with bobbling a snap at times too. And I think Mike Vrabel mentioned that he did that, two days ago, like the day before yesterday on Tuesday, he had some of the same issues. And so it's working through it and trying to make it just a little blip on the radar come training camp and something that he can look back on and, you know, yeah. just and, shake and, off. And Jerry says Malik Willis is garbage as well. And now Malik Willis, ironically, we just played the clip of Will Levis overthrowing the net that had three targets. The rep before that Malik Willis went through the, the, the pad drill and then turned around and darted it right into that center. Uh, and, and I think the, the drill is interesting. It was a competition between all three quarterbacks on you go through the footwork drill and I'll play the video again. You go through the footwork drill. As soon as they turn, you'll, you'll hear, I don't know if you can hear it on the video, but in person you could hear the coach call out which square they needed to throw to. And then the throw was made Malik, was center bang nailed it and then let's play that will levis uh one more time real quick on him just over and just air mailing it over the net and over the 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 guy behind the net you it wasn't winner even at the end yeah you winner, heard winner and that's where, like, people, like, you know, the, the finger point, because Will Levis pointed at Malik, being like, yep, winner. You're, you got me on that. Uh, and so Malik Willis was able to win that rep. But, all right, so here's where everything really got wild. Because I tweeted this out from the A to Z Sports account with that video. I tweeted this. Will Levis had an underwhelming day at Titans OTAs, inaccurate throws, bad decision throwing into double coverage, dropped the snap under center. That's where things really took off. As you see, that had 330K views uh, just from our tweet alone. Uh, a lot of quote tweets, a lot of likes, a lot of reactions, people bookmarking that thing, saving it for later. But that's where thing really, things really took off. And then Will Levis answered uh, some questions about his underwhelming practice uh, afterwards. And let's hear uh, from Will Levis and what he thought about his performance. But real quickly, I'm going to tell you guys about Krebs Kubota. They should be your equipment provider because Krebs Kubota, they've got one, the best equipment in the industry with the Kubota brand, the Kubota name, everything that comes along with the Kubota connection, which means warranties and service resources. But also the Krebs name is very important in this too because they're the people behind it all. They are the ones who create the best customer service experience for you and make sure that whatever you guys need for your equipment needs, they've got it for you and they can help you service it and make sure it stays in tip-top shape for whatever application and project you have going around uh, on your property. So check them out. KrebsKubota.com is uh, their website. So go to the website, KrebsKubota.com. They're an elite Kubota dealer with three locations across the mid-states. That's in Columbia, Franklin, and in Murfreesboro. And once again, KrebsKubota.com. Today's show is powered by BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. Use that bonus code on the bottom of your screen, A-T-O-Z Sports. Uh, place it on the BetMGM app with your first wager. And if your first bet misses, you get your money back in the form of a bonus bet up to $1,000. So whatever that play is uh, that you kind of have in the back of your mind, if you're going to watch an NBA Finals game coming up, watch an NHL game and the Stanley Cup Finals coming up, 
make sure you're placing your bet with BetMGM and using that bonus code. It's ATOZ Sports, up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win with BetMGM.com. All right, so let's go ahead and hear from Will Levis after practice, asked about his frustrating practice, and uh, he was right there to own it. I <laughs> know, I mean, try to compose myself a little bit. Uh, I know that, you know, i got more opportunities tomorrow and the next day, so I'm not going to beat myself up about it too much. How hard are you on yourself when you watch film of a practice to see this went well or this didn't go well? Very. I mean, I think to have high standards is uh, the name of the game. Uh, it's not It's not to beat yourself up, but it's just to give yourself motivation to go out there and to perform to the best of your ability. And uh, when you don't do that, it... Uh, it puts in the back of your mind, and hopefully next time a situation like that comes up, you're able to capitalize. It seems like whenever it's not like to really let it rip, you can make all of those throws. As far as the accuracy, like that's something that may be able to get better. What are some things that, that you've done to you know try to improve on that area? I mean, just continue to work on it. I mean, this this the pre-draft uh, training that I did, I think helped me a lot with that. I think my accuracy has improved a heck of a lot um, today. Had some inaccuracy on a couple of throws, but I mean, that, that's going to happen regardless of how good you are. Um, just, just trying to eliminate those, but um, it's part of our games that, you know, we're never going to perfect it. We can always just keep striving to get better at, but um, yeah, I mean, the guys here have helped me a lot with it too, and it's not just a matter of my accuracy, but it's a matter of being a good teammate and being on the same page with all the receivers, so getting that chemistry down with everybody, knowing that they're going to be in the spots that we're expecting them to be. So, Sam, what's your reaction from how Will Levis handled himself there after a uh... Uh, and, and the underwhelming performances as we labeled it. No, I, I mean, I think it was a great response. Uh, he's taking it for what it is, which is one practice where you hear him say, look, I have opportunities tomorrow and the next day and, you know, opportunities to make this right. It's a practice. And at the end of the day, I want to be better, but we're in, you know, May it's the end of May and, I, and I've got a long way to go but also having high standards for himself. I, like, I don't think this idea of like, so what he's referring to there, Austin, is there was a moment in which he like almost threw his helmet after yeah. he fumbled a snap. And late, late in the practice, right? Late in the practice towards the end and stopped himself and kind of like grabbed it firmly and just kind of like, yeah, right. And relaxed. Yeah, it a was bit. one of those like had it by the ear hole and the ear pads and was just like, ah, and who knows what he said under his breath there. Uh, cause we couldn't hear anything from where we were standing, but yeah, it was, he wanted to right? And right in his mind. He threw his helmet. So, and, and that's what he's referring to there of like trying to compose himself and realizing like he can't beat himself up too much. And, uh, I like the answer. I mean, he took accountability and said, Hey, I I've got some things that I'm still working on. And he's like, accuracy's come a long way, but it's not perfect. Uh, and you know, I've got another opportunity to be out here tomorrow and to prove it to myself and be better. So I like that competitive fire, though. I mean, I like the fact that he says he has high standards for himself. I'd be more concerned if he looked bad in the practice and said, eh, it's practice. It's not a big deal. Like, I, I think showing a lack of caring is far more concerning to me than feeling like this guy is super motivated, super competitive and wants to be great even in a May practice. So I liked uh, what I heard from Will Levis. I think he should, if you were one of the people out there panicking from the tweet and from the reaction that you heard from media, I think hearing the hearing Levis talk about it himself might calm you a little bit. Yeah. And so Devin, you know, brings this up because we just talked, Will Levis fumbled a snap. He got tripped up with a center. Uh, you talked about this some in your post-practice update, had the Mike Vrabel audio of, you know, there's five different centers out there snapping to Will Levis and everything's a little bit different, but dropped the, dropped the snap, turned around and wanted to, wanted to throw the helmet. Uh, and, and that, you know, and somebody said that, you know, Will Levis is a hothead. And then Devin says, you mean like uh, Malik Willis smiling after every fumble interception and Malik Willis having some things I'm where, you know, I'm the, I'm blessed type comments and approach yeah. after the Titans lose a game. They're, well, they're all different, right? I went over this with John Glennon and Paul Kaharski the other day. We were talking in the media room and we were just reminiscing about Malik's comments after the loss to the Texans, which ended up resulting in him being benched for Josh Dobbs. And he's at the podium and it's not how Malik wanted it to come out, I don't think, or what mm -hmm. he meant by it. But he does say... I'm just as happy as I would have been if we would have won. 
at the end of a, of a performance that he had like 80 passing yards and a couple interceptions and the Titans offense looked really, really bad. Um, and those comments I think made fans go, what do you mean? You, we lost the game and you're just as happy as you would have been if you would have won. Where's the competitive spirit? And uh, Will Levis is the polar opposite of that because he fumbles a snap in May practice. He's ready to throw his helmet and uh, get all angry at himself. That's what the standard is for him. So if I'm picking one of the two, like mentalities, I'm taking the competitor and the competitive like fire rather than like the laid back. It's all good. We're blessed. Kumbaya stuff. Yeah. All right. So let's get to Kane has a super chat. He says uh, WTF y'all said that he was throwing dimes before. Now he misses the whole damn target. Make it make sense. Kane, like he's not a robot. Like, like I always say, like, it's funny, like quarterbacks are inaccurate and accurate to different levels and extents on every day, on every practice period. This isn't like a, a video game where you push the, the triangle button and it beautifully throws a, a rope ball to the tight end down the seam to split cover two. That's this isn't Madden. This isn't video games. So there are there's a the human element. So yeah, Kane, like Will Levis threw a really good ball yesterday on the run to his right on the sideline that was a completed pass on target on time and got there in a hurry. And you're like, okay, that looks good. But he had a lot of other things yesterday that did not look good. And that's where uh, we're talking today, Sam, right? Well, what, what Kane just described as being a rookie quarterback. I, I mean, it's it, it's having the physical tools and the traits to throw some dimes and make everybody's head turn during a practice and then also have days that you just don't have it. And as I mentioned off the top of the show, what makes Ryan Tannehill Ryan Tannehill and the decade-plus veteran, 34-year-old veteran that he is is Ryan Tannehill being able to do it day in and day out with a level of consistency that you don't see in some of these younger guys. So what happened being a rookie quarterback happened. And I don't think this will be the first time that we say will Levis struggled in a practice or the, uh, or uh, sorry, the last time that we say will Mm -hmm. Levis practice or the last time that we say, Hey, will Levis threw some dimes today and really uh, impressed everybody. Yeah. Because things are going to keep happening. Yep. Yep. So let's ask this question, but again, I'll show you the full tweet, right? Because this is kind of what got things going. Will Levis had an underwhelming day at Titans OTAs, inaccurate throws, bad decision throwing in the double coverage, dropped a snap under center. Uh, So we're going to ask you guys uh, this question right now in the chat. Uh, Will Levis had that underwhelming day at uh, OTAs uh, yesterday. Is that a big deal, small deal, or no deal? Big deal, small deal, or no deal? I want to see the chat because some people are freaking out. Maybe they uh, are Vol fans. Uh, Maybe they're not Vol fans, but some people are freaking out. So big deal, small deal, no deal. Uh, But first, Sam, tell everybody where you get a great deal, and that's at Wilson County Hyundai. Wilson County Hyundai does have great deals, and that's why you have to go and make them a part of your new car buying process over in Lebanon or at WilsonCountyHyundai.com. Wilson County Hyundai is the place to go for your new ride. You can get 0% APR for 48 months on 2023 Sonatas, Santa Fe's, Tucson's, Payne Bone and his team at Wilson County Hyundai are happy to guide you through the financing process, assisting in buying or trading in your vehicle. Forget those downtown Nashville prices, okay? You're going out to Lebanon and seeing Payne Bone and his team over at WilsonCountyHyundai.com. All right, it is Sports here live on this Thursday. Don't forget with BetMGM, you can win big with our bonus code ATOZ Sports. That's with your first bet offer. So sign up with BetMGM, rocking the t-shirt today. Uh, big game tonight, so here's a great opportunity uh, for you to sign up with ATOZ Sports and the bonus code. Get your first bet offer. We get up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if that first bet misses with BetMGM, the app, and BetMGM.com. So, Sam, uh, real quick, do have some uh, breaking Titans news uh, here uh, before we dive into the Will Levis conversation because we're asking the question, big deal, small deal, no deal, Will Levis having an underwhelming performance at OTAs. But how about this? Uh, congratulations, Brett Kern announces his retirement uh, from the NFL as a Tennessee Titan, and there will be a press conference later today. So, Sam, uh, I'm not sure what you had scheduled for your Thursday midday or so, but you'll be going to a retirement press conference with Brett Kern. So, uh, congratulations uh, to Brett Kern for uh, calling it a, a day and hanging that thing up uh, with a great career uh, there, mostly with the Tennessee Titans. But uh, anyway, 
Um, so big deal, small deal, or no deal, Sam? I'll let you go ahead uh, and get to the chat here. We have Matt saying no deal, Jonathan's no deal, Andre no deal, Amar no deal, uh, no deal from Eric and Steven and Ashley and Dylan. A lot of people don't think that there's any sort of deal here. Uh, Chris says, what's lower than no deal? Billy Jones, Chris, Deborah, Zach, Eddie, Jay, Denise, all no deal. Guy says it is a small deal. Okay. Karen, Titans, Kyle say no deal. Uh, small deal from Willie, small deal from David, no deal from Demario, small from Jabu, big deal from Ed Rogers. Ed Rogers is our first big deal uh, on Will Levis's practice. Otis says small deal. We have no deal from Justin, says Rome wasn't built in a day. Johnny and Nay both at no deal. Daniel's at no deal. Uh, David Brown channels his AI and says we're talking about practice so it is no deal for him uh no deal for malachi this type of practice is expected um let's see we have no deal fans uh kind of knew this was coming small deal from rights no deal from deshaun no deal from orlando we have a tiny deal from grim jim kind of breaking okay. the mold here small deal from harry uh scary harry uh, Austin, are you I, a? I did see a, a second big deal. Where oh, we did have a second yeah, big deal. Gary Anthony said big deal. So two big deals. Two big. There's a, there's a whole a lot of no deals. A whole lot of no deals. Two big deals. Um, and I saw a miniature deal, uh, and then a, a mini, a mini deal or, or tiny deal, right? So, look, uh, do you want to go first, Sam, or do you want me to go first? Uh, I can go first. Yeah. So anyway, this is a small deal. Uh, oh. And it's not it's not a small deal because of Will Levis himself. It's not it, it is a no deal for Will and the impact that this has on his career or how Titans fans should feel about his future. Any of those things it is one practice in May of his rookie season. So that's a no deal. The reason this is a small deal is because of the contingent of Titans fans and national media that were giving some entertainment to the idea of Levis applying pressure in a QB battle to Ryan Tannehill. Uh, and I think this really dispels that narrative. This is the reminder that everybody needed that Ryan Tannehill is the QB one of the Titans. He is their quarterback, their starting quarterback, their best quarterback by a good margin and Will Levis is still working through some things. So I think this is a small deal because this is the reminder that Will Levis is not ready just yet, and he still has some things to work through. Um, but as far as how this should affect our opinion of him moving forward, it is no deal. It's one practice. But, you know, it is also to show Ryan Tannehill's still up here, and that's still the bar for Malik Willis or Will Levis if they're trying to become the successor to 17. Okay. Uh, so you take it as if you're at if you're looking with you know binoculars or horse blinders on one practice Wednesday, May 31st, no deal. But with the quarterback situation for the Tennessee Titans moving forward. That's where you say small deal, right? Is that, yeah, is that, is that I, what I'm understanding? Yeah, I think so. I think if you're a Titans fan plugged into this team, like most of our audience is, and you know most of the people in the, the A to Z sports audience are in general, uh, I think this is no deal because you are plugged into the ins and outs of this team. You track them day in and day out. You watch all the reactions to OTAs and the draft picks and – you're aware of what's going on and what the reality of the situation is with the Titans quarterback room. So to you, it's no deal to the fan on the other side of the country, to the casual national football league fan, to the national reporter that isn't at practice every day and kind of only understands the narrative that's going around about the Titans. Like Zach and I talked about this yesterday about how, things are very black and white for people mm -hmm. that aren't plugged into the Titans at a very like close in-depth role. So for those people that said, Oh, I heard Will Levis is throwing dimes at Titans practice. Is it time to think about Ryan Tannehill 
not right. being the starter or that like there might be a QB battle in Tennessee. This is the reminder that they needed that Will Levis was brought in here to start in 2024, not in 2023. And there's still a big difference between these two guys. Okay. So uh, Sam, the man, I don't know if it's just your burner account uh, because it came in as you were talking. So I doubt you're doing this, but Sam, the man gives a super chat says hypothetical. If the Titans had moved back into the first round for Will Levis, what deal would this be? Would you elevate this to a bigger deal as a first round pick, or would you keep it as a small deal in your analysis um, because he's a second round pick of where he was actually drafted? Does it, does that matter to you at all? It doesn't to me because I think even if you trade back into the first and get Levis there, your goal for him is still the same. If Ryan Tannehill's not on your roster, if you moved on from Ryan Tannehill as a cut or a trade, and then this is what Will Levis is doing in practice, then it becomes a slightly bigger deal. It is still one practice in the grand scheme of things, but you have a different level. Like you're relying on Will in a different way that you are not right now. And so even if you would have traded back into the first round to get him, your overall mission is still let's play him in 2024. And, and okay. you know that there are still some things that you're working through. So no, it's not like, for example, if Anthony Richardson had a bad practice in Indianapolis right now, I don't think it's a big deal. And he was the number four overall pick, but you know that this is part of the package with him is that there's some things to still develop and work on. And it's not fair to draft a guy knowing that there's still some problems to work through and then hold them accountable in May when those things aren't perfect. If okay. it's Malik Willis and it's last year and we get to January and we get to December practices and Levis is having some of the same issues, then it's a bigger problem. But right now, pump the brakes. All right, so uh, more, you know, Ed said that was a good follow-up question. Um, and then Bork says, oh, my gosh, a good Super Chat comment. <laughs> because of what that question was of Sam the Man there. Captain Tip, uh, Trip says, Austin and Sam just want to be right about Levis. They won't be. I, I don't understand what that means. Because I think Sam was much higher on Will Levis than I was. We have different opinions on yeah, Levis. Yeah, so I don't know how are... we can both be right. And, like, one of us is going to be wrong. Like, yeah. about Will I, Levis. Like, I was a uh, – I was – tooting the will levis horn i was on board you were saying ah not a no. fan of this guy so i yeah, mean so like is what would a scenario be where we would both be proven right about will levis like is it, will is levis has an possible will, will levis is awesome for like a year and then gets hurt and then like you're like see bust and i'm like but he was really good see, for no, a year see, he Here's where we've only been working together for about a year. I, I don't think it's fair to throw injury sick, like injuries all yeah. the time into the bucket. Like that's not completely fair. Sometimes you can't control the injuries. Like, you know, you know, like it wasn't Traylon Burks's fault that he got hurt twice last year. So he didn't have a bad rookie year from, you know, because of before it was just bad luck. Like, you know, you can look at some of the other injuries and say, yeah, that person's, you know, a bust because of their numerous injuries where they could not figure it out to stay healthy. So, yeah. I, so I, well, I don't even know if there's a hypothetical there. Hammer says if he's mid, like, I guess what, so what and is I'm the, right. So if he's, if he's I, mid, I like then I'm lower right than mid, Sam's though. wrong. You were lower than mid. Like, I, said, I don't saying, think. He, yeah. Yeah. Well, sorry, because I think, like I said, and I don't think Will Levis is this. People freaked out when I said this on the, the show a couple months ago. The ceiling is the Josh Allen archetype ceiling. A more realistic ceiling than Josh Allen, maybe it's Jay Cutler. But what if he's just Ryan Tannehill? You know what I, like, you know what I mean? What if he's not the perennial starter? Well, what's that the like, difference in Jay Cutler and Ryan Tannehill? Be honest. Smoking Jay, man. He's Nothing. Cooler. There's no difference. He's, he's so much cooler. Uh, I'm. There's biased. no difference in those two guys. They both That's got to a championship true. game, and they both were not good enough or healthy enough. Jay Cutler didn't fight. Yeah. For it, so, right? <clears throat> I mean, I think maybe what if he's what if he's Ryan Tannehill or what if he's Joe Flacco? You know what I mean? Like, what if he's a guy that you're like, yeah, then he's, he's one. Then he's one of the better second round quarterback draft picks in a while. True. What, you know, no, not... I mean, I think that's true. I don't know. I'm, I'm just, I'm spitballing here. I'm trying to find a world where we're both, that... where we could both be like, see, I was right. Cause I know <laughs> like, there's see? not one. 
perennial starter, you'd be like, see, he's not that good. <laughs> and yeah. then, uh, so that's a fun little exercise. There. All right. So I'm going to answer the question, big deal, small deal, no deal. The will have had an underwhelming day uh, yesterday. I'm going to say it's a no deal because overall, and again, I'll show the, the tweet here, inaccurate throws, bad decision, throwing into double coverage, drop the snap under center. You know, I think it's a good thing that Will Levis had a bad day in OTAs. Because guess what's next week? Mandatory minicamp. Uh, you know, and it's three days in a row that media will be out there for mandatory minicamp. And I want Will Levis to have a rebound opportunity. I want to see what he's made out of. I want to see him get so pissed throughout an entire practice where you know he, he was inaccurate early. He almost threw a pick in the middle of practice. And he almost threw his helmet after fumbling a snap late in practice. I want to see how that bounces back. I think it's a good thing. I would rather, and Sam, we talked about this yesterday afternoon. I would rather Will Levis have the practice he had yesterday than Marcus Mariota have the 23 consecutive practices without an interception his rookie year. Because screw that. Because Marcus Mariota was Mr. Checkdown Charlie and was Mr. Play It Safe and was Mr. Never Force Anything. And he's not, he's not Oregon open, so I'm not throwing the ball. I want Will Levis to go through some of these things because that's the only way he's going to learn how to deal with, you know, pushing his boundaries, finding out more, trusting his wide receivers, like throw the damn ball to Colton Dowell in the middle of the field. See if Colton Dowell can make the play, right? Like it worked out for Josh I mean, Wiley in rookie minicamp, right? So well, like now this just, is, sorry, go ahead. I don't so now it's just, now you're just learning how to, you're learning your your teammates. You allow for some undrafted, you know, linebackers and safety to see how they make a play. And then, you know, you move on from it. But look, the knock on Will Levis coming out of college was inaccurate at times and a poor decision maker. And that's exactly what yesterday was. He was his book. You know, he looks the part. He's got the arm. He's got all this. But at times, he kind of makes stupid decisions and it hurts his football team. And, you know, I think he did that some yesterday and he had the, the miss uh, throws uh, over the practice as well. Yeah. I mean, what you said, right. It, like there's a reason that we single out some of those guys as comps for Will Levis, it, like the Allens, the Cutlers, whatever. It's because those are guys that drop back, let it rip and are going to throw a lot of interceptions and are also going to make a lot of throws that make you go, Wow. And so, uh, you know, for all the uh, the praise Josh Allen has gotten over the last few years, he's also gotten a lot of hate for, you know, turning the ball over a good amount and having to clean that up. So, like, as you mentioned, I'd rather Will Levis do this now, and I'd rather see a quarterback who's trying to make a lot of plays than check down Charlie, as you put it. And it's going to be really fun, as Mike Vrabel said in rookie minicamp. I'll remind you. Will Levis made a couple throws in rookie minicamp that made us go, wow. That yeah. made us, we were like, you fit that into a window on the run with beautiful touch. That was really, really impressive. And Mike Vrabel's response was, yeah, I, I don't love the decision. Why? Kevin Byard picks that off. Yeah. <laughs> and it was pretty straight up. Like he fit that in against the undrafted rookie safeties and corners. You got Sean Murphy bunting and press and Kevin Byard over the top. It's probably a different result. Well, now we get to see Will Levis against Kevin Byard and Amani Hooker and uh, Christian Fulton and Sean Murphy Bunting with Jeffrey Simmons, Danico Autry, Tier Tart coming at him. And so this is what we get to see out of Will Levis now. And so if there was ever a better rebound opportunity, it's mandatory minicamp and a good Titans defense with a lot of playmakers and seeing how the rookie responds to not his best day this week. Yeah, uh, so Devin comes in and says, I'd rather see him throw INTs and OTAs than minicamp uh, and minicamp than in the playoffs. Yeah, and then, look, there's the fine line, and this was the thing with Marcus Mariota that we were talking about back in 2015 in that summer because Mariota <clears throat> excuse me, was completing like a dozen passes of practice to running backs like Bishop Sankey and David Cobb uh, and Antonio Andrews because they were just, you know, nothing there, just check it down the flats and, and you know, the next rep. Well, he didn't create the confidence to be able to push it down the field with consistency until his second year. And then you also don't want Will Levis to create bad habits and force things because he gets away with them to Josh Wiley 
in rookie minicamp, but then he didn't get away with it yesterday. So you want, you want the balance of that. You want say, okay, I can do it at times, but there's also times that I, I, that I have to make the right move and the right move is maybe punting instead of throwing that pick on third down. So, um, so again, I, I do think that's interesting. I say no deal. Um, I, I do think it's just, something to watch. And I'll, and I'll say this, I'll just drop this in here and, and Sam, you can react to it quickly before we see how much I'm to blame for this situation. I think will Levis had, again, this is for me watching him in two practices, right? So like take it at that, but it's just an observation that I'm going to continue to monitor. I think will Levis in practice this far when throwing to his left intermediate, like crossing route type, throwing to his left has the tendency to be a little short. And that's just something I'm paying, you know, that's the, the tight end crosser off of a play action that the Titan, you know, fake Derek Henry running, right. Five step drop. Look at Chig busting out the, the left side, that throw. I think he's, he has the tendency to be a little short or a little behind. And I don't know if that's a confidence thing. I'm just not letting it, letting it fly. Or if that's just a weakness that of getting that shoulder open and throwing to his left as a right-handed guy, that's just something that I'm going to monitor because that's a big part of what I think the Titans want to do offensively. That pass game concept, play action, tight end drag, opposite side. Uh, yeah, I mean, I I haven't paid enough close attention to it to to make a statement one way or another. I would say all of his wow throws have been to his right mm-hmm. from what I've seen. Like I'm, I'm just kind of running back. I think there's been probably six or seven throws throughout the practices that I've seen from him that made like kind of went, Whoa, that was a nice throw. Yeah. And pretty much all of them are him letting it rip to the right side. So that's something to, to monitor. I'll keep an eye on that. Yeah. And uh, then uh, here's a good comment. Where'd it go? Oh man. Um, Ah, Nate, Nate Spurner says, didn't you say Malik was inaccurate throwing to his left last year? Uh, or, you know, was it his kind of different, though, kind of different, though? But yes, Malik was inaccurate yeah. high to his left. Like Will Levis is tending to be from two practices I've watched. He tends to be short to his left. Um, and I think it's mechanics could be the, the answer for both, but just different mechanics. And- but yeah, there's also inaccurate. There's levels to that. Like, I mean, like yeah. Will Levis's inaccuracy so far, to be honest, have been just ball placement stuff. Like a guy might have to slow down, might have to, you know, readjust his body to make a, a, a catch, something like that. There was a lot of times last year that Malik was making like throws that were not competitive like, over a guy's head way too far out of his reach. So, I mean, there's levels to inaccurate. It's not that Levis can't do it. It's just maybe it's not the ball that he zips into a tight window to his left side, and that's a, a soft spot for him. But, yeah, there's levels to this stuff. All right, Sam. So I want to ask you a, a question because this is some uh, public uh, self-internal analysis on our performance on social media yesterday because I am the one – who tweeted this. I tweeted, Will Levis had an underwhelming day at Titans OTAs, inaccurate throws, bad decision throwing uh, into double coverage, and dropped the snap under center. That was me that created this reaction of, uh, you know, if you, we got picked up in other accounts. So it, it had well over half a million uh, views on Twitter alone, let alone, you know, if you include Chris Frazier copying and pasting on every Facebook group, uh, for the Tennessee Titans, and who knows how how big of a reach he got. But I want to ask you, Sam, what, like, how much am I to blame for the firestorm that was created on social media yesterday? And we'll go through the process, but first, uh, let me tell you guys about the Bone and Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. Whenever you get injured in life, that's where you have to go because the Bone and Joint Institute, they've got the experts. Any type of injury that you have, any type of injury that maybe your your mother or father, your grandmother, your grandfather has, or maybe your son or daughter playing sports. You got injuries happen in life, just like in football, like Mike Vrabel says. The Bone and Joint Institute in Franklin, they've got everything you need, the state-of-the-art facilities right there off I-65 in Murfreesboro Road, boneandjointtn.org. 
Today's show is powered by BetMGM, the king of sports books. Use that promo code at the bottom of your screen, ATOZ Sports. Place your first bet with BetMGM, and if it doesn't win, you get up to $1,000 back in bonus bets. So whatever the wager is that you make, you're getting that money back in the form of a bonus bet if that first bet doesn't hit. Best way to do sports gambling is when the risk is limited, and that's how you can do it with BetMGM. Use the code. It's ATOZ Sports on BetMGM.com and the BetMGM app. All right, Sam. So the question now is how much am I to blame for the Will Levis firestorm on social media? Because, again, here was my tweet. You know, and, and to pull the curtain back, I asked as I was typing out this tweet, you and, and – Kaharski, we were walking next to each other. I said, is underwhelming a fair word to describe Will Levis today? And both of you said, yeah. <laughs> like, pretty quickly, you both were like, yes. So that's, and I went with it, right? And so, how much of it is my fault? Of everything um, that came out about Will Levis, how much blame do I deserve because of how I phrased the tweet? Do I, do I have to give you a number? Like, yeah, I, I want to I know because you also – we talked – again, we had some funny conversations yesterday afternoon about – you were like, well, of course that was going to take off. Look what you did. Yeah. And I was – because for me, I was just sending a tweet like, all right, underwhelming. Yep, that fits. Not an overreaction. Not a, It's a good word for it. He, he – that it was inaccurate. He threw in a double coverage, and he fumbled a snap. And here's a video of him overthrowing a net. And so I was like, that's, that's what happened. Right. But then it boom blew up. I think it's at least 50% your fault. At least 50%. Uh, yeah. I mean, I think you deserve at least half the blame. I, I like, yeah, it, it's hard. You, so you ask, you know, it underwhelming fair. And I was like, yeah, I mean, like it, not as day Could, Paul and I, and you and a couple of us were talking early on. We we're like, Ooh, Levis does not have it today. Like this is not his day. And, there were a lot of mistakes. And so, you know, we're all looking at that. We're like, okay, you know, if you're, if you were hoping to see some Will Levis, you know, highlights from today's practice, there weren't really any to write home about. So a little bit of an underwhelming day. I didn't know you were going to go into like detail, I guess, about the different mistakes. And as soon like, so I keep getting these notifications on my phone saying like to A to Z sports saying, you know, people are quote tweeting this, people are quote tweeting this. I'm like, man, people really care that that Will Levis had an underwhelming day. Odd. I read the full tweet with the context of bad decisions, missed throws, throwing into double coverage, fumbled snap. And I'm just like, well, yeah, of course. But that's what happened are- though. Right. It is what happened. It is a, it is a factual representation of, events that happened where he made a bad throw into double coverage almost got picked he fumbled a snap he had some accuracy issues none of that was wrong I just thought like the specifics of it I was like yeah I mean of course people are gonna take that and run with it because of what I said right because people aren't here and people aren't in the practices so if I'm a you know a Colts fan sitting at home and I see Oh, you see Will Levis is thrown into double coverage and fumbling snaps at Titans practice. It's very easy to take it and run with it. And so, yeah, I was like, oh, well, of course people made a big deal about it online. So, I, yeah, I mean, you didn't do anything that was out of, like, representing the facts of what happened in the practice. But I do think you deserve, like, ah, 50% of the blame. 50% so. of it. Now, where's the other 50% on Will Levis? <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, I mean, don't throw into double coverage and fumble snaps. That would be a good idea. Yeah, uh, Chris says, interesting, A to Z not showing all the good throws, just picking the one bad day that Austin happens to be there. Now, look, I was at yes, I was at last week's OTAs. I was at yesterday's. I, I missed rookie minicamp, right? So that's the one day I wasn't well, there at, to this point. I got to say to Chris, too, like, so, number one, we can't show or yeah. film most of the live period, any of the live period at really. So all we really have to go off of is – drill work i'll remind you that this time last week as you know kane points out here i think he's a bit extreme he says you were calling for a Tannehill trade after that talking about last week none of the rookie talk was brought up then but now he's a rookie i don't think anybody was advocating for a ryan Tannehill trade we we i, I did it. say i would be interested in it right now it's it's own it was under the i think the the parameter that Will Levis shows enough over 
the rest of the the pre July break. Like I was open yeah, to a Tannehill yeah. trade if Will Levis continued to have really good days in OTAs and in mini camps before they break for their six weeks off before camp. You know that that's what I said there, Kane. So look that that was that was a conversation that was in a situational spot. And we had that conversation. Doesn't mean it just bleeds into every other conversation we have about Ryan Tannehill or Will Levis. So, like to be fair, I do feel like we have represented the good of Will Levis too, and you know how spot on he has been in the past. How impressive I thought he was at both rookie minicamp and last week's OTAs, and then you know this week, not so much. Right? It's been inconsistencies this week. So. I don't think it's, you know, us only showing the the bad or the good or either way. It's just, you know, what we saw yesterday was bad from Will Levis. It was not his best day out there. We represented that in the video and in our coverage yeah. and kind of talking about it. And like I said earlier, this doesn't mean it, it you know, completely discredits the rest of his body of work from OTAs or how good I think he's looked at times. So, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't think that that's fair to to say. Uh, David gives me one hundred percent of the blame because I pulled in both the Levis and the Tannehill. Yeah, you all did. in one tweet. That that might be that. That's true. You did incorporate both. Now you got vault. That's the other reason, right? Yeah, you know, it is vault fans has that a thing lot up. of balls fans, and you putting out a Will Levis thing, however innocent it may have been triggered every Vols fan at home saying, oh, we have an opportunity to hate on a Kentucky quarterback. I'm going to yep. tweet away. Yep. I don't know yep. if there's Hendon Hooker stuff out there. but Yeah, maybe. Uh, Axon says, but this is what y'all like, right? The attention to tear down every new Titan every year like Burks last year. No, that like Axton, I felt bad. Like I, did, I was away from Twitter for like two hours after I sent this. And I came back and I was like, uh-oh. And I felt the need to respond to that tweet from A to Z and say, the reaction is wild, kind of expected, but Will Levis did not have a sharp practice on May 31st, uh, and it's not the end of the world. Like, it's okay. Like, I felt bad about it. And, and to go into Axton's comment about tearing down every Titan, I mean, no. Like, Traylon Burks had a situation last year that was really newsworthy and was a big driving conversation of the summer because the Titans wouldn't give us an answer on something to put it to bed. Yeah, and then if that's... you want to go, if you want to go to Malik Willis, like I, I thought Malik Willis was not going to be good enough to win the second job early. Then I thought he was good enough to win the second job in camp. And then I was understanding in the move to put Josh Dobbs in over him. And then, you know, I also posted Malik Willis is, you know, hitting the net target, like right on the money yesterday too. So it's like, it's everything. Yeah, I don't think anybody's torn down Traylon Burks or Will Levis. I mean, like, the, the purpose of that tweet is not to tear down Will Levis. It's to represent what happened in the OTAs that we were at, but fans can't be at and give them a little bit of, uh, you know, information about how things are going with the team. If somebody doesn't play well, we're going to let you know somebody didn't play well, somebody struggled. Same thing is going to happen for Ryan Tannehill if he has a practice that he comes out and makes a couple questionable decisions or throws a couple interceptions, like, you're going to hear about it. You're going to know who is and who is not playing well, the same way that you are going to hear about the first round pick wide receiver that might have a conditioning issue, might have an asthma issue. And we're not sure because the team won't comment on it. Like these are, we can only reflect what we're given. Uh, and so that was the deal with Traylon Burks. And uh, to say that we're tearing down Will Levis for yeah. representing what happened in a practice, I don't think is fair at all because I'll repeat, he's been good in the other weeks and we've represented that just as loudly mm -hmm. um so that is to me austin where i think you know we kind of had this conversation how could you have done it differently on the twitter i think that a little contingency thing at the end might have done a lot of yeah all this considered not a big deal not to be unexpected will levis has still been large in part good during fine. you know right yeah like, fine. Been like fine. so like 
but somebody. So you all right? Say so how, how would this? All right, let me let me fix it. Let me get, let me go into my my editing here. So Will Levis had an underwhelming day at Titans OTAs. Inaccurate throws, bad decision throwing into double coverage, dropped us not under center. Not a huge deal. It's just an OTA opportunity to respond, right? Like opportunity yeah, see, to rebound. That that is better, I think. Still I, true. I think that's better. Still true, accurate. But I think more fair because I think somebody outside looking in, like I said, you're looking for the overall message of what's coming out of Titans camp. And if you see that, I think, and you're and you're not as plugged in, you think, oh, Will Levis is being is underwhelming and underperforming the Titans already. What a bust. Let's run with this. Let's post this. Let's tweet about this. Titans fans, you know, they're looking for something to latch on to one way or another about the young quarterback. And so they hear bad news. They say, oh, no. They hear good news. They say, oh, yeah. And it's up and down. So I think just adding a little bit of, like, context to keep it grounded and being like, hey, not great, not a great day. It's just a practice at the end of the day. And overall, I don't think I've been – I have not been underwhelmed by Will Levis overall from, like, at all. I've I've been – he's – lived up to my expectations and shown me a lot of positive flashes that one individual day, not his best. I would say Will Levis thus far is net positive, right? Like that's yeah. all you can like net positive for Will Levis. All right. More. So super maybe it's chats. just that it's still an overall net positive yeah. for. Yeah. So yeah. All right. Uh, more super chats from you guys, including uh, an interesting comment from Dre, the barber, but real quick, farm your health plans. They can help you out. If you are a Tennessean, and you're unsure of your health coverage, maybe you don't trust it, maybe you don't like the coverage you have for the rate that you're paying, uh, check out Farm Bureau Health Plans. Go to fbhp.com slash ATOZ, and they can make uh, you have better coverage uh, with lower rates and great customer service. Maybe uh, you're missing, a, you have a gap in your current coverage with dental or vision. That's fairly common. Uh, with health coverage, but Farm Bureau Health Plans can help fill those gaps or just take care of your health coverage uh, all across the board. Farm Bureau Health Plans, serving Middle Tennesseans and Tennesseans across the state, actually, for now over 75 years at fbhp.com slash ATOZ. Today's show is powered by BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. Use the bonus code ATOZ Sports and get up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Place that first wager. Make every game and every play mean more with BetMGM. Use that bonus code. It's ATOZ Sports, up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. All right, so some more super chats as we're talking about Will Levis. Uh, Kane says, why do you need validation for telling people the truth? The question now is how much will you not report? And I I don't want this Twitter reaction to change the way we report the next time about Will Levis's practice completely, right? Like maybe it's adding the extra contextual line in there at the end but I, still. I think that's really all it is it's not don't include the details it's not yeah. don't be honest about what's happening to spare somebody's feelings or reputation it's just understanding how media and social media specifically works of like i said the national person the casual fan the person out in california or detroit that doesn't is not plugged in day to day with the Tennessee Titans and Will Levis, how will they interpret this? So it's important to add the context of had really good days, still a net positive. Today was not his best day and still reflecting the facts. So that would be my answer to Kane. Um, You just don't want to be the reason things get blown out of proportion in this industry. So yeah, for sure. Like, yeah. Amnesia says Austin is way too happy when he bashes Levis. Am I? You might be. I don't know. I don't think that, you are. I'm, okay. I don't think you are. I'm kidding. Uh, but it is funny, though, because I, I just I know watching you react to Will Levis is very funny to me, knowing how passionate you were about Will Levis throughout the college football season leading yeah. up to the draft and the pre-draft process. And now knowing that you're sitting here on your morning show discussing Will Levis as a as a pro Every quarterback, it's, a, it's just a very fun circle of life that we yeah, kind of great. Like come around to. So yeah. Yeah. I, Not I will love it no matter what. Damn it. Like it's all of that. All right. So I think it's funny anytime in professional sports there is a an avid college fan base that also has a professional team and you get 
the bitter rival of the college playing for the pro team in the same city and watching how quickly the fans 180 on somebody let it 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 is just i don't know it's awesome to me it's like if you're a you're a falcons fan that absolutely loves georgia and you're hating on alabama the whole time and then that alabama guy's on the falcons and you're like oh he's not so bad after all <laughs> like right. it's funny <laughs> So. Uh, amnesia follows up and says I, do I, I look like a possum eating grapes like is that the most like backwoods southern thing you could possibly say i don't even know what that means that's directed at you i think so because amnesia said that i was i'm too happy when i bash will love oh. and now he says oh. i look like a possum think, eating grapes yeah possum he's like like, did, all like did, I guess possums like this. I, look, I like grapes. Great. Look, here's here you go, Sam. Frozen grapes. When you get back from hot practices at OTAs or at, at training camp, you come back, you take the grapes out of the freezer, have your fruit fr frozen grapes, send you your back. Dude, I don't, I don't know. This is a hot take. I don't like frozen grapes. Like, mm. I love grapes, but I love the pop of a grape, like that texture oh, of like that, like the juice but, and that. Nice but I'm telling pop. you, man. When it's 95 degrees and a thousand percent humidity in True. August, and we were out there for five hours, those frozen grapes they, they hit really nicely. Uh, there after a practice, all right, more super chats because uh, oops, I hit the wrong button there. Um, now I hit the wrong button twice. All right, so uh, more uh, super chats here, Sam. Uh, you've got this one from Andre. Thanks, Lions, Bucks, Commander, Seahawks, Vikings all passed on Levis, Titans gave picks and a chance at a wide receiver for Jay Cutler 2.0. Oh. And the Texans chose Robert Woods over Chris Moore too. Well, I mean, um, yes, yes, those teams passed on Will Levis. Yes, the Titans moved up and lost out on the wide receiver draft because of it. And the Titans chose to pay Chris Moore like a very little amount of money yeah. over paying Robert Woods fourteen million dollars. And the Texans are not paying Robert Woods what the Titans were going to owe him. So that's a little bit different there. Yeah, I mean. It Paying Robert Woods $14 million is insane. It would have been That's insane. why he didn't do it. Yeah, yes. like, you can't do that. Um, yeah, teams passed on Will Levis. Teams passed on Patrick Mahomes, too. Like, we cannot use other teams as a barometer for whether or not a quarterback will be successful. Certain teams have guys on their board. Other teams don't. And, uh, you know, that's important to – Keep in mind, it's also a first-round guy. So a team like the Lions, did they want to use a first-round pick on a QB? I don't know. Obviously not. So uh, all factual, all all decent points, and something to monitor moving forward if this Levis thing doesn't work out or if the Robert Woods thing doesn't work out. And uh, in hindsight, will be important to keep in mind. But also, Andre, I would say to you, like – just because other teams don't do something doesn't mean you also shouldn't do it. You have to stick to uh, your own analysis and your own scouting. So, And then uh, Dre the Barber throws this in there. It's interesting. We're going to save this for more conversation. But Dre the Barber says, how will the fan base feel when Ryan Tannehill gets extended and Levis and Malik battle it out for backup next offseason? It's a real possibility. Um, you're not wrong. It could be a real possibility. But – the, the season's got to play out and all three quarterbacks have to have their role in this scenario that Dre the Barber is talking about. Um, yeah, I all, all don't three, like Tannehill has to be really good. Levis and Malik have to be really average for any of this, to, for, for that to happen. Right. Because if, I don't know. All three of them being on the team next year is I'd like to see the odds on that. Yeah. I don't, I, I mean, the Ryan Tannehill thing is going to be interesting. That is a very, very fascinating big picture conversation about the Titans because we know that they're building it for the future. <laughs> this is just fun. <laughs> We're getting boo you drain the barber. Ken doesn't want to hear it. The people are not happy to hear that Tannehill uh, could be back, but I mean, this is all if, right? If mm -hmm. the Titans win the AFC South and Ryan Tannehill has some really, really good year, what do you do? I have my opinion. 
I'm not going to share it. I, should I share it? No, I, no, 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 no. I mean, I, I'll share it. We can have a bigger no, 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 conversation. No, 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 I don't want you to share it. I want you to, I want you to hold on to that thing. Just save it. Save How long it. are we going to save it? I, I, I don't know. Austin, one thing about me is I don't I do not do well in these Write it. scenarios. Write it. A to Z sports.com. Write it. All right, there you don't go. Don't save it for next yeah, week. I'm not, Just write the damn thing. I'm not a – worst thing somebody could do to me, like an uncruel punishment is like, hey – Tomorrow, when you get off, we have like I have to talk to you about something, like letting me know like twenty four hours ahead of time, like just so you know we need to have a conversation. No, I, in the few, I'm just like, well, what, what is that about? No, what, what do you mean write, we have to he, talk? Sam, <laughs> I'll, I'll give you two options: write about it today for a to z sports com, or do an Instagram slash TikTok reel about it today. Well, you get those are your two options. Okay. I, I like the Instagram real idea. Whatever you get to pick that. I, I, I just don't, we don't have time for it right now. So you save that. Yeah. Well, okay. No, that's fine. I'm just saying, people... I got to get some things out of my system. If you're like, Hey, the thing that, the thing that you're thinking, I know you're thinking it, but you're going to have to save it for an unknown date. That's going to, that's going to no, eat just, away at me. I you don't can, know if I can yeah, do that. use it today. Just not right here. Damn it. Like or not right here. All right. Okay, so the, the so chat Sam's wants work to know. All right. So you're going to, so you're going to, you're going to create it today. In some type of way. Yeah, we'll have something today either. Oh, I'm not sure yet. Either yeah. on the website or on social media. My tip's coming out today, though. I'm okay. not saving this. You so. can't keep it any longer. All right, Sam, yeah. let's get to the magic bucket uh, here on this Thursday to wrap up the Thursday show. But first, tell us about Aura. Aura. Yes, Aura. Sorry, I'm reading <laughs> the chat. They're all uh, they're all up in my business wanting to know what my take is. Uh, but I will tell you one thing. Aura is keeping people out of your business. They're protecting your data and making sure that you're safe online because anyone can find anything on the internet, like your full name, your personal email, your home address, your phone number, even your relatives. But Aura helps find data brokers. They found 26 data brokers for me, uh, submitted an opt-out request on my behalf, and immediately had my data removed from all of them. Uh, you know, it took about a week to have all of them removed. They did like 22 or 23 of them instantaneously. Uh, but it took just a couple minutes. I got the Aura app. I put in some information. I said what I was looking for. And it, for me, it came down to the data brokers because they sell your information to people like uh, spam callers, telemarketers, uh, anybody who wants to learn more information about you. So if you want to know why your phone's ringing off the hook, no caller IDs, unknown callers, and robots on the other end, it's probably because your information's out there and you need Aura to help uh, get that out of your life. Stay safe online and get access to other features like a password manager and a VPN with Aura. And if you sign up right now with Aura using our code, aura.com slash A-T-O-Z, you can get a two-week free trial, aura.com slash A-T-O-Z. All right, with BetMGM, first bet offer win up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet misses. So you're going to make your first bet at BetMGM whenever you sign up. Just use bonus code A-T-O-Z Sports because you're either going to win the bet or you're going to win bonus bets back if you lose the bet to go win some more. So check that out with BetMGM. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 or older, Tennessee, only new customer offer. First uh, online real money wager only. Rewards issued a nominal double bonus bets. Bonus bets expire seven days. And for problem game with sport, call Tennessee Redline 800-889-9789. All right, magic bucket time. All right, who wants to go first, me or you? Uh, me. Let's go. Get it out of the way. Here Rip we the Band-Aid off. Yeah, I haven't done the magic bucket in like two weeks. It's been a nice yeah, little break. Yeah, right. Me. Usually it's uh me and Zach duck in the bucket, but now it's now you're on here. All right, let's see here. Okay, I don't think you've had this one. If you have, you can um, have me pull another one. But this is a community question, for, so all of you guys can answer this hmm. who are watching right now. If you could be famous, what I've, would you I've want? Done oh, I've done okay. this. Right, yeah, yeah. My answer is. Uh, Either uh, you'll remember once I tell you my answer, it's either winning Survivor or oh. uh, being being an actor. I'd I love to be. That. I'd love to be a film actor. Yeah, film film actor. Yeah, oh, not TV. God. I'm not doing TV. Only movies and like, only movies. Only like Scorsese stuff. I only want the real deal. <laughs> like film. Not I'm movies, very film. film. Yeah, yeah. All right. Exactly. Um, okay. I don't know if you've done this one. You have to uh, turn on your sexy voice and talk into the microphone. I have- I have done that. 
thankfully oh, I thankfully got that one out of the way oh, i'm glad that you've already done that too because I, I i'm trying to remove it from my memory and get you've it done from. you've done the ten dollar bet mgm bet yeah chat Drop lost me one. money thanks chat uh the oreo cookie challenge i've not done that is that the one where you put on your forehead and you have to oh is that what that is i don't know and what Chris asked, Oreo? can we send magic bucket challenges? Yes, you can. Uh, DM us on, on uh, Twitter or Instagram is probably the best way to do that. So Oreo cookie challenge is, yeah. So you have to put it on your forehead and try to like move it down and to eat it without using your hands. No, not now. I don't know if I have an Oreo cookie hanging around. Okay, next week. I'll have to go get Oreo cookies, which I don't know. If somebody Just wants the rest, if somebody wants the rest of them, let me know. Oh, you're still <laughs> in your cut phase. Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. Um, so tomorrow I just have to eat a popsicle on the show. Nice. Hopefully the ice cream truck comes tonight. Yeah, I haven't I haven't heard it since that first time, since since last week or so. All right. So Sam, you gotta go buy Oreos. Find, find an Oreo now. I have to go get an Oreo. Uh, I, I did this when I was like a kid. I don't think I'm going to be very good at this, to be honest with you. Well, that's what you have to do. So make sure you right. go find yourself some Oreos, maybe buy the, uh, the small pack um, of Oreos from like a gas station or something where you can just buy like a sleeve of four, not like a big, like four row yeah. 32 Oreo package from the, I do feel there. like those Oreos are worse, but you know, it's better than having a big pack just laying around here. Cause that's, that's gonna, true. we know the temptation's going to get to me eventually. We got to get rid of them. Very true. All right. And I got to go buy popsicles today. So that's fine. I'll, I'll eat some popsicles. I like popsicles. I there you go. Figure out what flavor I want. All right, guys. Great lemon. show today. Lemon. Yeah. Oh, no. Gross. Um, yes. Lemon popsicle. There's like so many. Fro- it's like Italian today. ice, man. Uh, like the show before you go. That helps us out quite a bit. There's always more people watching who have actually liked the show. So hit that thumbs up button. And we appreciate that. Buck Rising will be live tonight to wrap up the primetime week at eight. We'll be live tomorrow on a Friday morning. Appreciate it as always.